A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to The World in 10. It's your daily roundup of the biggest stories from across the world, written by our correspondents and contributors at the Times of London. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Eleanor Shearwood. Coming up on today's podcast, all of NATO's members agree that Ukraine will join the alliance as we hear about the abuse suffered by Ukrainian workers in the Zaporizhia power plant. Also, Twitter's blue ticks finally disappear. And can a sports bra really make you run faster? All of that and more in the next 10 minutes. We start with the announcement made today that all NATO members have now agreed Ukraine will become a member of the alliance. NATO's General Secretary, that's Jens Stoltenberg, has repeatedly promised Ukraine would be able to join. But this is the first time all the member states have agreed. When the war ends, we need to ensure that history doesn't repeat itself, that uh, Russia is not able to continue to attack and to wage Uh, war again against uh, Ukraine and to continue to chip away at uh, uh, European security. Now, as you can imagine, this has not gone down well with Russia, with Moscow repeatedly stating that the goal of its special military operation in Ukraine is to stop the country joining NATO. Earlier, a spokesperson for the Kremlin, Dmitry Peskov, responded to today's announcement. He's saying here that this is another example of NATO showing its aggressive nature. And he says that if Ukraine joins, it will be seen as a significant and serious threat to our country, to our country's security. Now, let's not forget, Russia has repeatedly stated that Ukraine joining NATO would escalate the conflict into World War Three. So how seriously should we be taking this threat? According to Hamish de Breton-Gordon, a chemical weapons expert, not too seriously. Now, people will be concerned that this will up the ante, but I think um, actually it's a spent force. And I think uh, Russia's threats of nuclear attack on the West are bluff and bluster, and we should crack on. And the most important thing is to allow Ukraine to prevail, to kick the Russians out, which I think they'll do, then secure Europe with a wider NATO so that we can have a long-term peace uh, and everybody can get back to normal. The other question is, what sort of timeline are we talking about here? Well, the Times Richard Spencer's in Ukraine and told us it won't be happening anytime soon. There can't be a timescale because there's no way that uh, Ukraine, uh, under the terms of NATO rules, can be 
allowed to join while it is at war and while it is uh, effectively divided as it is. Um, so, so there has to be an outcome to the war first. The terms under which it joins NATO and whether it does at all, in fact, um, will depend on any final outcome of the war, any peace settlement with with Russia. Um, you know, it's quite possible to see. NATO membership as being an idea that goes into the final negotiating pot with Russia if there has to be a negotiation to end the war at some point in the future. Now, Richard Spencer actually features in The Times today because he's written a piece about the abuse that's being suffered by Ukrainian workers in the Zaporizhia power plant. It's Europe's biggest one. The entire region isn't under Russian control, but the plant itself is. And Richard's been in the Ukrainian end talking to people that have worked there. Now, basically, what happened there was that Russia wanted to use the electricity from the plant, but it was still connected to Ukraine's national grid and the workers wouldn't cooperate with changing it. So there was a big clash. And Richard told me about the brutal tactics that Russians have been using there. They were taking people away uh, and threatening them, uh, beating them. Uh, People uh, who were found to have alleged pro-Ukrainian sympathies were uh, often imprisoned. Um, they were subject to electric shock treatments. They were shot in the legs as a kind of punishment shootings with rubber bullets. Uh, and some disappeared completely. Um, they, you know, it's very hard to be exactly sure what's happened to them. They may be in Russian prison somewhere, or they may still be hidden, or they may have been killed. Um, so uh, it's it was quite a sort of brutal uh, uh, occupation. One part of the piece which really struck me, Eleanor, was when he actually said that the rubber batons they were using to beat them were so overused that they broke. It's harrowing. And so they started using wooden sticks instead. That's absolutely shocking. And obviously... All of this violence has been happening at such an important place. In the piece, Richard tells us about what's happened to this plant. It's been cut off from the grid. Shellings from both sides have brought down four of the main power lines and the reactors have been shut down too. Experts say it's only a matter of luck that a serious crisis hasn't unfolded there and that they're living on borrowed time. Before we move on to Twitter and sports bras, we wanted to quickly draw your attention to this amazing article written by Amrit Dillon, who's in New Delhi for the Times. Honestly, it reads like something out of an Indiana Jones film. It involves the rescue of an Indian climber who spent three days in a crevasse as deep as the Eiffel Tower, except it's in Nepal. Now, Amrit managed to get an interview with this climber's dad, and the article tells how he had to actually beg rescuers to search for his son that when he was found, they couldn't detect a pulse or a heartbeat and how he then had to beg doctors to work on him. And if you want to find out what happened next, why not take out a Times subscription and read Amrit's article for yourself. Okay, now I'm going to give you a statistic which I think is going to blow your mind. Um, Wearing a good sports bra will actually make you run faster and knock 15 minutes off a four-hour marathon time. I mean, if there's one that can get me to do a marathon within six hours, I would be thrilled. (laughs) Well, the Times Science reporter Kaya Burgess has written a piece on this after a new US study found that wearing the wrong bra can severely affect your performance. And we caught up with him earlier and he told us more about these extraordinary findings. 
they found that if they were running with very low support or no support at all, it meant that they were trying to keep their torsos and pelvis more still to avoid the breasts moving around too much, which is, which is a painful experience. But that when wearing a very supportive sports bra, it enabled them to, to run in a more natural fashion. It enabled their knees particularly, which is not something you would think would be affected by a sports bra, but it allows their knees to remain stiffer as they run, which gets you... Uh, enables you to spring off the floor a little bit more as you run. And so they they essentially measured the, the efficiency of running performance between these three groups and found that comparing those wearing a supportive sports bra to those wearing none at all, uh, it was a 7% boost in performance. Reading this article is a must, I think, for any woman who plays sport or exercises, especially after, and this part really stood out mm. to me, more than 70% of women have had exercise-induced breast pain while running or just working out. So my favourite part of the piece, though, uh, was finding out that each player in the women's winning Euro 2022 England team actually had their bra made to measure and that having the right bra, they say, is just as important as having the right football boots. Of course it is. Okay, now, Jenny, what do Bill Gates, Prince William and Cristiano Ronaldo have in common? Uh, I would say football, but I'm not sure about the Bill Gates angle on that one. (laughs) No, no, no. They've all lost their Twitter blue ticks Ah. is more what I was going for. So these famous blue ticks used to be used to verify accounts for certain notable individuals or maybe like official organisations. Now you get one if you pay. Now, this has been going on, I think, as a saga for a while. Mm. But actually, now you don't necessarily have to pay. What? Yes. So Musk has decided he's going to personally pay for three people to get their (laughs) verification. Okay, I would say what have these got in common? The author Stephen King, basketball player LeBron James and Star Trek actor William Shatner. Well, that is very generous. A whole $8 a month. Wow, I bet he can't afford that. Mm, No, Uh, tricky. It's certainly less than the thousand you'd need to be willing to pay for a gold tick. I didn't... A gold tick? Uh, That's only, of course, for the official business accounts, though. I'd quite like a pink one. (laughs) Maybe you could suggest it to Musk. Why don't you tweet him? (laughs) I'm joined now by Gemma Fox, Assistant Foreign Editor. What are you guys working on right now? We have a really good investigation coming out in tomorrow's papers into gold mining in Tanzania where witch doctors say they promise wealth in exchange for the sacrifice of young girls. And we actually have on record workers from a gold mining company admitting that every year they go and find street girls in nearby villages to complete the rituals. So it's very harrowing but important stuff. That's it for today's World in 10. We'll be back tomorrow. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.